Hello, podcast legends. Back with another episode. Had a few people mention to me on the weekend that they were loving the Big Off-Road reviews. So I thought I would pull my finger out and get one up this week after the Dartmoor round. Haven't got anyone to jump on with me, so I just thought I'd give a quick short and sweet little review of what I saw through my eyes at the event. Um, Straight off the bat, a few things that I loved about the event were big props to VORC for identifying the internet issue and not being able to have the live timing working. Um, Obviously, a lot of the rounds we go to are a little bit remote, so you don't have the best phone signal or 4G signal. So big props to them for identifying that and investing in the little Starlink internet, satellite internet setup. So now we can have live timing streaming out for all the the results, which is awesome. Um, they're like, there's a few different options out there now to be able to get internet in remote places. And I think it's like, it's a must for any event, especially a state level um, event. Around like races like the AORC don't, which I think is terrible, like a national level series being in a remote location, they don't have the ability to have internet there to stream the results. So no one knows what's going on unless you're actually at the event. So massive props to VORC for identifying that and investing in that system because that's awesome. Um, And other thing I love was the format, like the switch up of the format on the Sunday. I was a big fan of how they did the head-to-head sprints at Cruzigs. And also a big fan of the Moto format on Sunday, purely just from a spectator's perspective. Obviously, I haven't ridden at either of those events, so, but just from a spectator's perspective, watching, like sprints are pretty boring to me, especially from a spectator's perspective. But there was heaps of awesome battles out there on Sunday in those, like each class seemed to have like, they were in a tight bunch, a lot of them, and there was a lot of a lot of battles going on and positions being swapped and things like that. So it was really cool to see, and I, I think it's a cool thing to be able to switch it up. Not saying that every round should be like that, but again, over the course of it, like a 10 or 12 round championship or whatever it is, I think it's, it's an awesome idea to have some different formats in that, which potentially play to to and against like the strengths and weaknesses of of particular riders so you're not just doing like the same format all the time which um tends to favor some riders as does certain types of terrain of course so so yeah that was really cool the catering was awesome and it was cool to see like that i guess the community spirit of the local community there um with the doing the food and they also i think the the local primary school also donated their little internet Starlink thing for the so they could have the FPOS working and things like that as well. So it was just cool to see the the community getting behind and um, embracing dirt bikes, which is awesome. Um, it was a bit of a shame that the entries were down. Like I know there was that other race on at um, Harrow, I think so. I felt like like the entries were down. Obviously, the sixth day was on, so um, Andy from the pro class was there and a few of the other pro class boys were missing. So it was a little bit of a shame to see the entries a bit lower at this round. 
because uh, I think I think it was a great event and um, potentially if it, if they didn't have that other event on on the same weekend, I'm quite sure the the entries would have been up a bit higher. Um, I guess having lower entries that I guess open the door a little bit for some people to sort of step up and and get a better place up in the outrights. So it was yeah, it was kind of cool to see or interesting I should say like there was some people who I thought would have done like given that the entries were down and there was I guess not quite as much depth to the field in that sort of top 10 to top 20 area that there was a few people that I thought like would have stepped up and kind of didn't like struggled a little bit um and then there was some guys that like did step up and, and got some some awesome results and got like their first top 10 outrights and and that which was really cool to see um but yeah just interesting i suppose obviously completely different terrain i shouldn't say completely different terrain similar similar sort of soil but obviously the cruising round was like super fast and open with the motocross sections so that obviously plays into the favor of some people this track on the weekend was a lot tighter so didn't look like it flowed very well like it was very stoppy starty like just again i didn't get to ride it but just speaking to the boys and being out there watching like there was a fair few sections where i was out there walking and watching thinking like if they had just bunted that turn around like it could have been just like awesome flowing sweeper but no they've like put a dog leg in there and zigzagged it back and forth so there was like dog legs in the track everywhere and lots and lots of turns so it wasn't a high speed track it was a lot slower a lot more i guess you would say a bit more technical had a few logs in it so obviously that that suits some people better than others so it was interesting to see that in the results so i think the track being a lot tighter like that it's not the type of track where you can try and attack it and and override it and be like super aggressive as opposed to something like cruisings where you have to be aggressive on that motocross style stuff like it's wide open um the track on the weekend complete opposite so again just being out there watching it was really interesting to see that the guys that looked fast and sounded fast and were like super aggressive on the throttle were like minutes behind the guys at the front so the guys at the front didn't actually look that fast a lot of the time they were just like flowing a lot less revs a lot less aggressiveness just flowing carrying their momentum and they were like minutes ahead of some of the guys that were further back in their class who were like coming out of corner like limmy bashing it super aggressive but then they'd because the track was so tight there's another corner like 10 meters away and they'd like overcook that corner or stand it up and they had no flow so although they looked fast they sounded fast like the bikes making all this noise and and they looked like super aggressive like the end result of that was going slower so it was cool to it really stood out to me watching that like obviously like the pro class boys um and like even some of the guys who are further up in the expert field 
are more aggressive on the throttle, but they're also not aggressive at braking. So yes, they're aggressive on the throttle, but they're also really good at carrying momentum and roll speed through the corners. Whereas you look further down the field and the guys who are like hyper aggressive on the throttle are also hyper aggressive on the brakes. So it's this big stop start scenario and there's no flow and that just equates to no speed. So um, it was cool to see that and how that kind of came into play again on a track like that. Being so tight um, and a bit more technical, then you kind of have to let it come to you. Like you can't attack the track as much as you would more of an open flowing track. So a um, few riders that stood out to me just from a spectator's perspective have to give a shout out to Sammy Prusciera for stepping up and getting the the outright win on Saturday. Obviously the door was open there for for one of the boys, like especially Sam and Coop, because they've been, I guess, nipping at the heels of Andy all year at the front of the pack. So one of those boys had to step up. Um, obviously Andy's at the six day and there was only three of them in the in the pro class. So it was awesome to see that come together for Sammy and, and see him get, get his first win. Um, he's been close a few times this year and had a couple of things hadn't gone his way. So it was good to see it all come together for him and see the hard work paying off. He didn't have, his luck didn't go his way on Sunday. He kind of, yeah, kind of had the opposite end of the spectrum on Sunday and took out a tree, spent a bit of time on the ground. So he lost like a heap of time in that first moto so um but that's the way it goes um he's still big progress for him so that was awesome to see him step up and have to definitely give a shout out to riley as well in that pro class like he's definitely you like noticeably again this is just me watching like the all the other rounds this year like the other guys with that front bunch have just been a step above him in terms of speed and intensity, especially in the cross country. Like that front bunch has just gapped him straight away at the start of the race and he hasn't been able to match it. Um, but on the weekend, track, again, bit tighter, bit more technical, few more logs, the kind of stuff that he's probably, although it was still sandy, it was a lot tighter. So he's obviously used to riding that type of terrain like up around here where we live. He lives nearby me. It's like we don't have much fast flowing stuff. Like it's all pretty tight technical terrain. So again, played into his favor and he took advantage of that and stepped up. Um, and I think he won Sunday and he was second in the cross country. So that was awesome to see him um, step up. He was only 30 seconds, I think, behind Sam. So he was, he was pushing Sam the whole way. Um, like big shout out to Coop too. He was amongst it there he was leading for a bit in the cross country i think he by the sounds of it he had spent a bit too much time on the ground i think so that was a bit of a bit of a bummer for him but he was definitely had the speed as well he's had the speed all year obviously um just didn't quite go his way on the weekend with a couple of things but um yeah there was some good battles although there was only three of them out there it was pretty like i didn't expect the racing to be that close, I guess, between all three of them, consider like looking at the other races that we've had this year. So it was good to see 
all three of the boys getting amongst it. Um, other standouts for me was Simon, the other Simford boys, Simon Cox and Jake Henderson. They got some some great results in the cross country. Like that was again, there's an opportunity for people to step up and get a better outright, and both those boys did in the especially in the cross country. Um, they were, I think, they were fourth and fifth outright in the cross country. I'm pretty sure. So. Again, that opportunity was there and the boys stepped up and took advantage of it. So it was awesome to see them get a get a great result in the cross country. I think Jake had a little bit of bad luck on Sunday with the bike, unfortunately. But yeah, it was good to see those boys up up among getting amongst it. Um, another shout out definitely to Big Nath Del Bosco. He was didn't go as well in the cross country, but better in the outrights but he definitely stepped it up on sunday and was was having just could you just even tell by his intensity he looked like he was bringing a lot more intensity to his riding on sunday and he was up like battling for the top positions which was awesome to see um and also trav cooper shout out to him i think he i think he might have got third or fourth outright on sunday in the motos so it was awesome to see him step up like he's had some still had some good results this year but again someone that's like taken advantage of that of of being able to get a better outright on the weekend which was cool to see so that were just like a few riders that stood out to me who i noticed on the weekend plenty more as well like there was everyone was was battling out there like i say like especially in those the moto format on sunday because they're I guess shorter they're only like it was only 40 minutes there's obviously the intensity is going to be higher but that just meant that everyone was a bit closer together whereas you kind of tend to spread out a little bit in the longer the three hour cross country when you got pit stops and fuel strategies and things like that so you don't always get those close battles in the cross countries although we have had like a few like especially at cruising in the pro class and there was some really good battles all day but there was like a lot of close battles all the way through the field um, in those motos on Sunday. So again, props to the club and, and to VORC for mixing it up and trying new things. I think it's great. Like I think it's it's good to try new things like that and um, and experiment a little bit and see see what is more exciting and 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 just different ways of doing it. Um, so yeah, I know like probably the off-road purists out there probably don't necessarily enjoy the changes of format or even like using a location like Cruzigs and having a motocross, more motocross style track. But personally, I think it's um, it's a great way to level things out a little bit. Like obviously, like I said before, you're not gonna you don't want to have every single round at Cruzigs and have and have the moto format at every single round but as a part of a 10 or a 12 round what is a championship then i think it's great to have different terrains different formats and and to be able to sort of level out the field to everyone um and play to the strengths and weaknesses of everyone so yeah that's pretty much it short and sweet i will endeavor to keep the episodes coming until then We will see you on the next one. And if you're at the races, come say good day.